Hi, Marcus here, and welcome to another episode of Go Independent by Grocery Outlet. So I'm really excited about today's episode because I want to introduce you to Sarah Wheeler, the independent operator of Citrus Heights, California. Now, prior to joining Grocery Outlet, Sarah spent 21 years with Rayleigh's of Bel Air, a large grocery chain. And after 21 years, she just got to the point where she really wanted to have more autonomy and be able to call her own shots. And then she found out about Grocery Outlet. So I'm excited because if you're on this podcast, then it means that you probably have a lot of experience in retail. And you're also, like Sarah, wondering if this is the right opportunity for you and your family. So here is Sarah's story, and I know this is going to be impactful for you. So welcome to the episode. Let's cue the intro. Here we go. From Grocery Outlet, this is the Go Independent Podcast, a show about the retail mavericks who quit their corporate jobs to run multi-million dollar grocery operations on their own terms. I am Marcos Mora. Welcome to the show. So tell me this, you've been in grocery retail not just retail, but grocery retail for over 20 years. By yes. anybody's standards nowadays, that's a really long time to be in the same niche for that long. Can you tell us, how did you get into this? Yes, absolutely. So yeah, 20 years is a long time and it's actually been 25. Um, and if you count my very first job in grocery, it's actually been more like 27 because I, I had a job when I was uh, maybe 18 or 19 working at a small independent store. And then from there... A couple years later, I went to a bigger, um, it was a family-owned store, but it was a corporate, a corporate um, store, a traditional retailer, traditional uh -huh. grocery. Um, and Paul as well, my husband, he had the same, um, the same path as I did. He started at a very young age. I think he was maybe 17 or 18, and he started as a bagger in a conventional store, and he quickly moved up to a produce manager. So, and I think you were telling me that it was somewhat accidental. You were in college and it wasn't something that you said, I want to have a grocery management career. Right. How did that happen? So I was in school and I was working part-time and then, you know, it kind of, it kind of turned into this thing where I was getting more hours and they wanted me to work more and then I got promoted. And so I ended up working so much that school kind of fell by the wayside. Uh -huh. So at that time, you know, grocery was a was a career and it was a really good good career and you could just stay there and make pretty good money and um you know so that's what we did and the same basically Paul has the exact same story as he was in school and got working and he got promoted as well and um he just school went by the wayside and then we stayed in retail for all that time. So interesting how so much of our careers a lot of times just they just happen. Right. It may not be something we planned, but they just happened. But throughout those 20 something years in grocery retail, did you have this entrepreneurial bend? Did you think, okay, we're going to do this for a while, but I really want to find my own business? Well, I mean, I don't know if it was find our own business so much as it was that I knew we could do more. I knew there was more we could do. And I felt like, especially with Paul and I being a really good team, I felt like, you know, we can open our own business. We can do more. And it, we kind of felt stuck in our jobs. We felt like it was, it was kind of a dead end. We were both at the, at the top of our, our, um, specific jobs. And 
you know, it was like there was nowhere else to go. And at that point, I didn't really have a lot of interest in going into the upper, upper management of the company because I didn't really like the direction they were going. Um, and so this made perfect sense that, yeah, we can do more. We can, we can open our own business. We can do these things. And when we saw people we knew doing it, it was like confirmation of, well, we can do that. Yeah. So now walk me through that. What is going on? And you both were working for the same grocery chain. We were. We were at different stores, but yeah, we worked for the same chain. And walk me through this process of finding out about Grocery Outlet. And at first, did you kind of think, now that's that's crazy, that's too good to be true? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, for sure. And it took a lot of research to, you know, really set our mind at ease that, you know, this is doable and this is this is a really good opportunity. But what happened was I had a boss who had gone to Grocery Outlet and he came in one day and he was telling me about it and he said, you and Paul can do this. And I thought, we can? Really? You think so? Because he knew me very well and he had worked very closely closely with me over the years. And, he, and if he was telling me that I could do it, I thought, wow, maybe we really can do this. And so that's when we first seriously, I mean, we had heard about Grocery Outlet. We had, you know, kind of heard in passing that people we knew were doing it. But that was the first time I had like kind of heard some of the details and heard that other people were doing it and really enjoying it. And we're so happy that they made that jump because for us to make that leap was really hard because we had three kids and, you know, it's, it's a scary thing to think of quitting your long-term job and jumping to this brand new thing without, you know, knowing every single detail. So we did a lot of research. We talked to a uh-huh. lot of operators, talked to a lot of people. And, um, you know, after a few months, it was a process. You know, it's a process when you're, you're talking to the recruiters and you're, you're doing all these things and you're talking to other operators. Um, but at the end, we decided that, yeah, that we were going to make this leap. And as soon as we did, it was like a huge feeling of relief. Like, we're really going to do this. You know, and that was that was a cool feeling. Now, what year was this when you finally made the decision to quit and jump into Grocery Outlet? That was 2013. We started training in 2013. We got our first store the following year, and we're we just hit our five year anniversary of being operators. So we've been doing that. We've had our own store for five years. This is our second store we've been at. So, what's so different about? what you were doing for a another grocery chain where you're an employee and now as an independent operator, what is really the big deal? What's so different about it? It's night and day. Um, you know, at the, at the corporate stores and the traditional stores, you've, you kind of feel like you're a number and I, we never really felt like we could, uh, we had the resources to do our jobs well. They wanted all these things, you know, all these things done, but there wasn't the resources and we didn't have any control over those decisions where with grocery outlet, well, first of all, it starts with the grocery outlet culture is like, unlike anything I've ever seen. Um, some of it is the culture that starts with the executives and some of it is the culture that we have made in our own store. We've made the decisions that have made our culture what it is. Um, you know, we want it to be a, a family atmosphere. We want it to be, um, you know, a very positive atmosphere. And we didn't feel that so much in our last, our last jobs. We didn't feel like the culture was one of, um, you know, it wasn't a positive one. It it always felt very, very negative. And I don't know, I I know other people have gone through that too. Um, but you start feeling like you don't have any control over any of these decisions that, you know, affect your life and affect your job. And so to be able to make those decisions has been 
just huge. I mean, night, night and day. Um, and the, the grocery outlet culture, I didn't believe it at first, really. You know, people told me that the culture was so different. I didn't really believe it. I, I know now that it really is. And it's very unique. It's, grocery outlet culture is, is extremely unique. Um, and it starts with the executives. I mean, you talk to them and they are the most down to earth people you could ever talk to. And, you, you know, and I don't, I can't relate to that because the executives I've dealt with in the past, we're not really like that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a totally different atmosphere. It is. And I've seen that from other operators that I've met. I mean, you guys are really a family, which is an amazing thing to see from such a huge company. It is. And it's super rewarding. And it's it's something that we, we didn't have before because we didn't have control over our own store's culture. But now that we do, it's super rewarding to see our employees you know, look up to us and, you know, we help them and we, and they help us and they watch our store when we're not here. And it's just this really cool, um, a cool feeling. And we have customers tell us all the time, I love shopping in your store because your employees seem so happy. Why are they so happy? You know, and that's, <laughs> we hear it all the time. And it's like, it, the answer is that we just, we care about them and we, you know, it's this really cool give and take situation that uh, we can control, whereas we couldn't before. Now tell me this with control, and this is with any business that you get involved in that you start initially when you're an employee, you have maybe a 45 degree view. Like you don't see, right. sometimes you don't see the PNL. You don't see right. all these other things that are happening no. in the business. Now, all of a sudden, you do. And I think for an entrepreneur, it can be tough. It can be tough going from that mentality of just an operator working for a company to now actually running the business. What was it like for you guys to now have a 360 degree view of everything and not only just a view, but a responsibility to run every aspect of the business? So you're absolutely right. That is that for us particularly was the hardest thing for us was getting that business ownership piece, getting that, um, that full view, like you say, because we didn't have that before at all, especially because Paul and I were, he was a produce manager and I was a food service manager and we were not top level store directors. And so we had even less than some of them have. And so we really had to, um, focus on that business ownership piece. And it was really challenging because it was things we had never had to deal with before we were now dealing with. And, um, you know, over time is of course become much, much easier and we know what to expect, but at first you don't know what to expect because, because you've never had to deal with these things right. before. Yeah. Um, but with, you know, with experience comes a confidence that whatever comes, you know, comes through, we'll be able to handle. And that's a really cool feeling because, you know, at first you're nervous, like what's going to happen? You know, we've never done this before. We've never been business owners before. What does this even, you know, what does this entail? And so to actually now be five years, you know, behind it, it's, we can say, okay, yes, there was really challenging parts to that. And there was things we had to, um, we had to work through, but that's one of the other cool things about Grocery Outlet is there's always somebody that can help you. There's a cool, um, you know, operator community that is so just willing to help each other. And you've also got, you know, the, the corporate Grocery Outlet that has so many resources that help operators that, you know, you're never alone on an island. You're never your own, you know, by yourself. You always have someone that can walk you through something. And that is very cool because if you, if we just went up and opened an independent store somewhere, it's a hundred percent you there, you might not have much help, you know, whereas with grocery outlet, those resources are there. 
Now, and this is probably very important to you because when you started, you have three boys. I have three boys. I know how crazy it is to raise. It's super fun. Super fun. It's super fun. But yes. they're nuts, right? They're, they're, they're nuts. They're crazy. Yes. And two of them are teenagers now, which, which adds another layer of fun to it. So. Right. But they were, they were little. They were, it looks like when you started in the training program before you had your store, were they all three under 10? Yeah, I think they were 10, 8, and 2 was our baby was 2. I don't care what business you start. Having kids at that age, I actually have a friend of mine uh, who started a business. He has 10 kids. Oh my gosh. And he started it when like one of them was 24 and the other one was, you know, 5. Right. And and he still did it. And but what was it like for you guys starting Good for this? Him. <laughs> I know. What was it like, you know, with these three boys under 10 years old and embarking on a, a very, although you have the, the, the structure and you have the support, yes. it's it's hard. So what was that like? It is hard. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of effort you have to put in. It's a lot of different things, but a lot of sacrifices. But, you know, and it, it did add that extra layer of, you know, stress to the process of our, of our decision-making of, are we going to do this? Because we have three boys to feed. We have to worry about them. And, you know, they were in three different schools and it was like, oh my gosh, how are we going to be able to do this? But, but looking back, you know, the, the benefits that the whole family has gotten, including them is, are just huge. I mean, the boys have basically grown up at the store and, they have so many skills that just blow me away. Um, you know, they, the, our two oldest work at the store, um, our 14 and 16 year old, they work on school breaks and, you know, summer vacation and whatnot. Mm. And they've really just gotten amazing skills that I don't think they would have if we didn't have the store. And, you know, they have formed relationships with our, with our crew members and they, you know, can help out and they see what we've gone through and to see that, you know, hard work is hard work, but it has rewards and you might have to make sacrifices, but, you know, they can pay off or, um, you know, those kind of things. And so to see, the boys grow up and even my little one, it was funny. I'll just tell a quick story. The other day he was on spring break and he, he came to the store with me one day and one of our managers who's worked with us for a long time, she loves him and she wanted to, him to go help her. And I said, okay, if you really want him to go help you on the candy aisle, you know, he can, whatever. Right. So they go out there and they were gone for a full two hours. He worked for two hours and he's seven, keep in mind. He worked for two hours and she came back and she says, I cannot believe him. She said he had ideas of how we should merchandise things. And she's <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it. He's seven. How does he, he just, and, and he hasn't been here as much as the other two have, but at the same time, he's getting these like critical thinking skills that I was so impressed that, and she was impressed. Like, I can't believe he's seven. He's going to be, you know, by the time he's 16, he's going to be the best employee ever. That's right. <laughs> It's, so that just experience those is kind amazing. of things are really, yeah, it's, it's been really rewarding to see them kind of grow up and, and learn new things and get new skills and, you know, sometimes be exposed to things that maybe I wish they weren't, but at the same time, it's, it's real world. And I'm not sorry that they're, they're seeing those things because they're going to have skills that they can take into whatever they choose to do with their life. You know, if you want to take off, if you want to go on vacation, I think sometimes people look at this and they're not quite sure. Okay. What is this really? Is it you're running it or you have to get permission? Right. 
Right. What is that lifestyle like? So we don't have to get permission and that's fabulous. You know, we can make our own schedule and that's whether it's a day-to-day schedule or if we want to go on vacation. I mean, we can make those decisions. We had a spring break a couple of weeks ago and we took the boys to the ocean and we were gone for several days and, you know, the store was fine. We knew it was in good hands and it's, you know, I'm not going to lie. There's always that little bit of that stress that maybe you didn't have when you were just an employee of somewhere, but, you know, because you have ownership of it, it's yours. You need to make sure it's taken care of, but we always take every step to make sure everything's taken care of. And then you kind of have to let go of that and you have to, you know, have some family time and we're able to do that, which is really cool because at our previous jobs, we wouldn't have gotten spring break week off. There's just, it just wouldn't have happened, you know? Um, and so we can kind of, and, you know, we always make sure the store is taken care of first, of course, but, you know, when we want to take off and have a little trip or whatever, we can do that. And that is, um, it's important because, you know, you can't work 24 seven, you have to be able to have family time and we've been able to, and that's, that was one thing, honestly, that I was really concerned about going into this is that, are we going to be able to still have some family time? Because I didn't know what our schedule would look like. I didn't know. Um, but it's really cool to be able to, you know, if the kids have a, if they have a school performance or if they have a, you know, whatever it may be, we can go, we don't have to ask anybody. Um, we can do that. So that, that is a game changer for us because we've never had that before. Now, another thing that I hear from a lot of operators is the fact that they get to be a lot more involved in the community. Oh so, my gosh, yes. Now, was that not the case in your previous 20 years in retail that you couldn't do it? And how do you do it now? It wasn't really the case only because there wasn't the opportunity. You know, there wasn't the opportunity to do that. We had jobs and they were very specific inside the store and you just didn't have that. There just wasn't, it, it just wasn't an option really, you know? Um, and so you can get involved in the community on your own, but not really as a company. And so to be able to do that has been amazing. And, you know, that's another thing that I'm really happy that the boys have gotten is that, you know, they see us helping people. They see us, you know, we have a yearly independence from hunger food drive that all grocery outlets participate in. And it's so cool to be able to do something, something that you do makes a difference for people right where you are, right in your community, you know, and, and the boys have spent summer vacations, you know, working on independence from hunger. They, they build the food bags that we, uh, we sell to donate to the food banks and they, they see all those things and they, they get to go when we bring the food bank a big check or a bunch of food donations. And it's really cool because it's not just about us, you know, it's about, it's about our bigger community. It's about our employees. It's about our, our customers. It's about the, the people in our community being able to help them. That is one of the most rewarding things about this for me is because I really love doing things like that. And I love to be able to give back. We're so lucky. And I tell the boys all the time, you guys are so lucky. You have to give back. You have to do something to, to help people because there's a lot of people struggling and they, they've seen that. So for them to see that and then see that we're, you actually one person, one store, one community can do something about that is really cool. Um, I think that's, it was not the case in our previous jobs at all. Um, and I'm sure, you know, those, those big companies, they do do things for the community. They do food drives and they do all those things, but we didn't really personally get a chance to be super involved right. in it. So the fact that we can make the decisions of, you know, what things we're going to support and what things we're going to do, that, that is really cool because it's all things that we're passionate about. So now, how many years have you been running your stores? Five years. We just hit our five-year anniversary this month. 
So five years, by the way, congratulations. Thank you. So what would you say to somebody that, and, and so many people are retail veterans, they've been working for companies just like you. You were in their seats five years ago. What's your piece of advice for somebody who is considering Uh, joining Grocery Outlet? My piece of advice is that you may be in your comfort zone. You know, you you might be able to do your job in your sleep. You can, you know, all these things, but there's more. You can be, you know, happier. You can be more rewarded. You can, you can, you can do financially better. I mean, Paul and I are financially so much better than we were then. Um, And we couldn't have done that without Grocery Outlet. So I think, you know, my advice is, don't wait. Do the research. Find out about it. Talk to people. There's so many operators that will talk to people. I mean, this this culture is one that, you know, we try to help each other. And I know personally, I talk to a lot of people that are thinking about the grocery outlet opportunity and maybe considering going into it. Um, and I try to tell them, you know, the pros, the cons, you know, these are the things we struggled with. These are the things we've been happy about. These are, you know, grocery outlet is a great partner. I tell them all these things. Um, because I want them to have kind of a real view of it. But I think my advice is don't wait because Grocery Outlet is just getting going. I mean, they're growing so fast, faster yeah. than, you know, so many retailers and it's it's the future. And, you know, my biggest regret is that we didn't do this sooner. I wish we would have known about it and, you know, done it sooner because we would have been even that much better. That's my biggest advice is don't wait. Find out about it, do the research, talk to people, and if it's right for you and you have the right skill set and you have the right mindset about it, um, and you're willing to work hard and you're willing to, you know, maybe sacrifice a little bit, delayed gratification, then, you know, it's a great, great opportunity. That's fantastic. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and your experience. You're welcome. It was awesome. Thank you. If you want to find out more about becoming an independent operator with Grocery Outlet, head over to ownagrocerieoutlet.com. Again, that's ownagrocerieoutlet.com. You can also follow us on Facebook by searching Grocery Outlet Operators. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you know someone who might enjoy it too, go ahead and share the episode via social media, email, or just tell them, hey, you should check out the Go Independent Podcast by Grocery Outlet. That should work. For future and past episodes, you can subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're subscribing, it would mean the world to us if you leave us a review. I'm Marcos Mora, and you've been listening to the Go Independent Podcast by Grocery Outlet. Grocery Outlet.